won't you be my neighbor? It's one of the most famous lines, one of the most famous people on television, Fred Rogers. Join me this week across the table as we talk about what it really means to be a neighbor. Fred Rogers is one of the most influential people in television. So many kids have watched his show for so many years that he starred and produced the show, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. I can remember as a little kid going to my mama and papa's house and that being one of the shows we watched. The reason we watched this show is because it was the only show that we could watch. If you know what I'm talking about, you remember the antenna days to where you only got three or four channels? That was my mama and papa's. And one of the channels that they got was PBS. And that's where Mr. Rogers Neighborhood actually aired. But I can remember just seeing so many moments and, and experiencing so many of his of his uh, teachings there throughout the show where he drew, drew us in to really teach us this life lesson or to help us to work through just whatever may be happening in our world and really what would be happening in our own lives as kids. He kind of had this idea of really teaching kids that they are valuable, that they are important, and that they are a part of this beautiful world and a part of a beautiful neighborhood around him. One of Fred, Rod Fred Rogers' famous quotes, there are three ways to ultimate success. The first is to be kind. The second way is to be kind. The third way is to be kind. Isn't that so true? Isn't that so beautiful? Jesus highlights this very command for us. He said, love your neighbor as yourself. We have seen this written another way in our culture, in our society, and throughout many other re religions. It's actually called the golden rule. Treat others the way that you want to be treated. So you may ask yourself, how am I to show love to others? How am I to be a neighbor? How are we to be neighbors to those around us, to those in our own lives? There's actually this incredible verse and section of verses. You probably heard it at a wedding. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 4 through 6. This really tells us how we are to love our neighbors. It says, love is patient and kind. We've heard this before, haven't we? Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. It never gives up. It never loses faith. It is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. And so whenever you ask this question, how are we to love others? How are we to be a neighbor to others? The first one we see here is to be patient is to patiently love our neighbor. Take care to talk or take time to actually care and talk to others. You ever been in that moment where you're like, I don't have time for you? It's saying here, be patient. Have time for others. Have time to talk. And here's another one. Remember the person's name. That's an incredible way to show love and really to show that you are patiently listening and being involved in their lives. Humbly make the other person feel important, valued, and unique. It says to even love through interruptions. Come on now. That's way too hard. Interruptions? Are you kidding me? Even whenever your toddler comes up to you and says, daddy, 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 daddy. Yes, even through that. How can you love your son through that moment? But others are going to interrupt you. They're going to mess with your schedule. Love your neighbor through that. Even when someone hurts you. Yes, God's scriptures says, even when someone hurts you, you're to love them. There's always a story behind the hurt. Standing up for what is right. 
standing up for the poor, the broken, and the lost. That's how you love others. That's how you love your neighbor. Never giving up on, on others, seeing that they are valuable, seeing the best in them, having hope. How do you love your neighbor? You have hope that God has something extraordinary for their life, that, that this isn't the forever, this is just a moment. And then this last one, persevering through hard times, believing the best is truly yet to come. These are all ways that we are called to love our neighbors, patiently, humbly, through interruptions, even when someone hurts you, through uh, standing up for what is right, never giving up, having hope, and persevering through hard times. And so then I ask you this second question. You may ask the second question. Well, Aaron, when am I supposed to love my neighbor? Where am I supposed to love my neighbor? So we've already talked about how, but when and where? It's so simple. All the time and everywhere. That's how you are to love your neighbor. That's when you are to love your neighbor. And that's where you are to love your neighbor. Monday at work? Absolutely. When I see my neighbor walking down the street? Absolutely. When the person cuts you off in the aisle in front of you? Absolutely. When the person isn't wearing a mask? Yeah, absolutely. When politics and values clash? Yes, love your neighbor. When loved ones hurt you or wrong you? Yes, 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 yes. In all these moments, we are called to love our neighbor. In all the ways that we mentioned how, in all the ways that 1 Corinthians 13 tells us, but when and where, everywhere and always, we are to love our neighbor. So won't you be my neighbor?